Welcome to Retirementals, a podcast that dives headfirst into the issues facing the financial sector at the intersection of investment, technology and financial advice. Hosted by Abraham Oksanya, you can expect raw honesty, critical analysis and energetic interviews. Here is your host, Abraham Oksanya. Uh, welcome, I'm Peter Ellis, Director of Secure Lifetime Income at Just, and today I'm with Abraham Okasanya, CEO of Timeline. Welcome, Abraham. How are uh, you? I'm very well, Peter. Good, good. Now, Abraham is well known uh, for having lots of good opinions on many things. Some bad ones. But... <laughs> Some good, yeah. Um, and and it's, it's uh, perhaps a, a construction of investment portfolios that's one of your uh, key uh, talking points, Abraham. Uh, and that might make it interesting why you're talking to us here at Just, uh, who are an insurance company. What brings you along? Well, we've been doing some research about how uh, annuities fit into the retirement plan and thinking about it as an asset class. And, and yeah, we want to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. And, and it's interesting isn't it? because we have worked together and we've done some work with your integration team and we've managed to put secure lifetime income into a version of the timeline app. And I think that's proving to deliver some very interesting results. That, that's correct, yes. You know, I mean, I think if you think that annuities and investment portfolios uh, generally uh, don't mix when people think about retirement income planning, but as, as the research shows, um, there's actually, uh, you know, a lot of strengths and benefits if you can blend them together somehow uh, to deliver b better income for, for clients in retirement. And probably one of the things that we've found out the, the most interesting, we're obviously very keen on secure income here at Just, but one of the important things we found is actually it helps to serve and deliver better portfolio outcomes, bigger um, inheritable values for customers. And all of that was, it's a bit of a surprise. Indeed, yes, you know, but, but, but the numbers back it up. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get into, into a bit of that. Yeah, and, and I think at the moment with the cost of living crisis, uh, investment markets showing a bit of turmoil, um, searching out for alternative assets. Um, it's interesting, isn't it, that we, we, you've, you mentioned uh, uh, perhaps um, insurance products, annuities not necessarily fitting with, um, with investments. But in the search for alternatives in the market that many people are doing, perhaps there's one that's always been right under our noses, the humble annuity. Yeah, I like that way. I like that phrase, humble annuity. I mean, I think the way there is a lot of, uh, you know, academic research yeah. that supports the role of annuities in a retirement portfolio. Um, and so, you know, and if you think about this, I, I call this, you know, a, a formula for sucking your retirement egg because it's so simple. If you think of an annuity as um, bond returns plus or minus mortality credits. So if you think about it that way, actually, uh, there, there is a there's a whole body of research and evidence and academic paper uh, a lot of it academic papers a lot a lot of written in the US um, that actually supports the role of annu annuities in a retirement portfolio so yeah maybe it's it's been it's been hiding under our noses all along yeah so uh, about four years ago we started our work to put the product together um, to enable effective a special version of an annuity to be put on platform and that then 
the next stage of that is to put it into a portfolio. Now that again is a, it feels a bit like oil and water. You know, the two don't really mix because we come from different heritages, if you like. But actually uh, our, our research and our modeling uh, has, has proved it, it, it's a real good mix. And the fact that when we work with your team, that the, uh, the two have been proven through your real deep analytics and, and the way your modeling works. Uh, it's been quite a, a relief, let's say, because we wanted to make sure it wasn't just what we thought, but third parties would endorse it. Yeah, so I, I'm keen to talk a little bit about, about the journey, you know, to, to, to you creating uh, the, the product or reinventing annuities, let's put it that way. And then I can talk about the research that we've done to support it. So do you want to shed a yeah, bit of light on yeah. uh, what, what you've actually done in, in, in terms of the product innovation yeah. side of things? So we, we, we actually did, as, as we're, is, is necessary in our world, is to do a lot of research, what the customers want, and post-14, um, you know, people fell out with annuities, didn't feel they needed them because mm. investments were doing very nicely too and, and, and I've benefited myself so I know that's the case. But there is a role we believe, we always thought, to, to use an annuity, a small part of the portfolio mm. to, to build a better outcome and as you alluded to earlier, seeking to replace some or even all of the bond portfolio, part, component of a portfolio and build that out and that took us to a place, well, how do we construct a product that could be delivered digitally, can be put on platform, can be bought and sold, but equally takes away some of the usual ones we hear from customers that they don't want to see, because if I die tomorrow, the insurance company will keep my money. Mm. That's the general view of, of an annuity. So we built in features of, to the product that made sure that wasn't going to happen. So we've got a product which is does what annuity does, it pays income for life, but in response to that customer research and demand was build a product that's got a good benefit for on, de on early death and allows the customer actually to, to cash the product in. So it can sit inside a portfolio just like other assets in there. That, that's interesting. The unique thing for me in this equation is you've taken an annuity and put it inside uh, a, a, a SIP wrapper, yes, right? right? You know, and, and these are, and, and that means that you can think about it as an asset class, yes. um, you know, which is completely different from the way you know, that, that we've previously thought about annuities. When people wanted to want to buy an annuity, uh, even if you if you have a SIP portfolio, you go off and you annuitize part of the portfolio, and then you keep. Uh, the rest, if you want to keep some, some of the portfolio, yeah, then you keep the rest of the portfolio as a separate entity. The two things are always done, uh, you know, in the past yeah. separately. Yeah. So I think the, the, the innovation here, to my mind, is that you brought those two things together uh, so that uh, the annuity can sit within, within the C-proper. That's right. And, and the way we think of that is that is done at a time to suit you, the individual. That's not a at a certain point in time or at a certain age because we'll all have different retirements and what would work for me might not work for you might not work for the next person so what we've made it is it's a purely it's a choice to purchase guaranteed income we think it's much more of a, it's believed to be a much more attractive choice now because right now we're seeing income rates of seven seven and a half percent and as a as an asset of a portfolio that could generate for life, seven and a half percent income, that's got to have some benefits. Mm, mm. And I think that 
this this work that you've done essentially transforming uh, an annuity from you know a product into an asset class is what's opened the door for for the research that we've done okay. so what what we did with with the modeling is to say well imagine your traditional 60-40 portfolio, yeah. right? So you have 60% of the portfolios in equity and 60% of the, the yeah, sorry, 40% of the portfolio in bonds. Yeah. If you then use, think of an annuity as a, an asset class yeah. and, and you think of annuities as, um, you know, b b bond plus or minus yes. mortality credit. Yeah. So if you substitute... Uh, you know, half of the bond yeah. uh, component of your portfolio with an annuity. So then you end up with, let's call it a 60-20-20. So 60% in equities, yeah. you know, 20% in bonds, and the other 20% in, in annuities. And, and that's what we did. Then we modeled this yeah. and we used, you know, the traditional you know, approach that we do with timeline, 120 years of, of capital market data. And, and we modeled the scenarios. Yeah. And then we looked at the, the success rate. Yeah. I was surprised by this. I shouldn't be. We'll come back to the, you know, the, the academic foundation for this because it's strong. We, we did similar modeling, but we aren't as... Um Maybe maybe it's doing it as intricately as you are, but our modelling was telling us that. But we probably what we hadn't got access to was the back testing yeah. because we don't hold that sort of data. But it's great to see that what we were seeing in our initial modelling has been borne out by what you guys have done. So that's really. I mean, as I said, the the, the academic underpinning has always been there, yeah. right? You know, so in probably two thousand and two, wow. a long time yeah. ago, right? So this is 20, 20 years ago a guy by the name of John Amrix, uh, who, interestingly, worked for Vanguard at the time, so in, okay, this is in yeah, the US, yeah. wrote a paper about, you know, including annuity in, 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 a, in a traditional retire, in, in, mm. in a traditional 60-40 yeah. portfolio. And he was the, the, the first person right. okay. that I know who put the idea across um, to think about annuities, um, you know, as an asset class rather than a separate product. And, and I think the key thing is that traditionally when people, let, let's say you have a portfolio of 100,000, mm -hmm. right? And you wanted to annuitize a proportion of that portfolio. Let's say you want to annuitize 20,000 pounds of that portfolio. What people tend to do, or what people did, that was mm. the only option available, is to take £20,000 from your portfolio, annuitize it, right? Yeah. And then you have £80,000 80, left. Then you want to invest in a 60-40 portfolio, right? Right. Because so, you're yeah. a balanced investor, yeah. right? Yeah. So then you invest in a 60-40 portfolio. If you look at the overall, as a proportion of your 100,000, mm. you don't have a 60-40 no, portfolio. Do, do you? you end yeah. up with something like 52, 48, yeah. maybe, right? And, and of course, by taking equity risk off the table in this equation, you end up with slightly worse mm. yes, outcome of course. Yeah, than yeah. you would have done, yeah. right? If you just held the 60-40. The genius in what you guys have done is now I don't have to think about the annuity as a completely separate product. I can still keep my £100,000 portfolio. I can think of my overall portfolio as a 60-40 portfolio. And then I can annuitize, uh, you know, 
20% of that portfolio. So I have 20% uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the SLI, 20% yeah. in bond, and I keep my equity, equity. allocation yeah, at yeah. 60%. I knew you I like that. So, so that's the that's the that's uh, the magic. That's, that's the magic. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Sometimes we were looking at it internally instead right. of just for a number of years, um, not really recognizing those the sort of usability of it. It was let's build the components and then bringing it out into the into the wide world. Let's call it. It's been really interesting. Yeah. No. I, th I think that there's there's two innovations that's happened. One is the the product innovation in terms of what you've done. The other is the you know, modeling and yeah. visualization uh, work that we've yeah. done. So. And I've always thought that technology should be an enabler to some of this stuff. And you've got some leading edge tech, which is, and working with your guys has been uh, really interesting, uh, shown us a few things. It's been really good, thank you. With your technology, the, the interesting part is that it actually enables you to model with and without the, the SLI, the annuity, to, to demonstrate side by side the benefits of holding one or not, as the case may be. Because for different scenarios where equities may perform really, really well, then maybe the benefits are not as good. Or if a customer's much more heading towards the probability theory, that's uh, in line with his, his risk tolerance. Do you see how those are? Um, we, as we bring those out, the ability to personalize this and say for you it works and maybe for you it doesn't. That, it's that's, really a very, that's a very important point. You know, so a couple of things to draw out. So if we go back to that 60-40 portfolio as the, uh, the starting point, yeah. right? The key thing in this equation is that A, you need to leave the equity content of the portfolio untouched at yeah. that level, yeah. at 60% of the overall uh, yeah. portfolio. And so the allocation to an, to, to an annuity or to an SLI is coming from the bond right. component yeah. of the portfolio. So that's key. You are absolutely right that you can model this on an individual level for so, you know for for the client in front of you and what what you would tend to find is that especially for the uh, you know clients with who are on the sort of lower end of the risk band you know so you know clients uh, say who maybe their tolerance mm. is a 40 60 portfolio yes, or a 50 yeah. 50 portfolio god forbid a lower <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lower yeah. one you find that actually throwing SLI into that equation seems to actually help a yeah. lot, yeah. improves the sustainability of the, of the, of the portfolio and the, and the longevity of the portfolio, particularly in the worst case scenarios. Yeah. As you go up the, the risks scale, you know, 80, 20, yeah. uh, 90, 10, you will struggle yes, because at right. that point, that you yeah. don't want to you don't want SLI to, to replace uh, the equity element of the portfolio. So, so the beauty of this is that for, for the individual clients in front of you, 
you can model the traditional 60-40 and 60-40 with SLI yeah. included and different, yeah. you know, variety. Any, any chance of making more, putting more equity into the portfolio? <laughs> this, is, this is interesting. I thought of one way I thought of SLI is a way to, to help people eat their vegetables, right? So by that I, <laughs> by that I mean, the key, the, the fundamental thing is that in retirement, most many of us need risk assets yes. to, to meet our income requirement. People are often quite apprehensive about holding, you know, high level of equities in mm. their portfolio for whatever reason. So you're right that by annuitizing 20% of your portfolio, for instance, we can get to a point where actually you know, you lower, you dampen the volatility yes. in the portfolio, yeah. and then you end up with a 70 30 uh, as opposed to a 60 40. Again, right. this is thinking about the all of the portfolio, including the equities, the bond, and the, 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 the annuities in, in this equation. So, so you're right. I wouldn't overdo it, no, though. No, no, um, no. You know, so. I think, especially for clients in the lower end of the risk profile, I will bring. You know, you can use SLI to bring them up yeah. to get. You know, from forty to sixty percent equity, for instance, or from sixty. You know, maybe to to, to seventy, mm. for instance. Um, so yeah, there, yeah, there is there yeah. is something. Well, there. Well, we've always been in 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 our marketing of of the products we've we've been um, writing for many years is that. Um, as you say, that certainty of income, and, it, and yes. in, in our world, that's a, a, a big push of, of the annuity of the SLI product. In, in the investment world, I suppose the, the comparator is, is a volatility of mm. income, mm. and what the impact of taking an income on a, a volatile capital value, and the dampening of the volatility is something I think is, is perhaps under, under um, recognized here, because it is volatility that hurts as you go through retirement. I would know because I'm nearly there. Um, but as we get towards this, this, this if we can dampen volatility of, uh, of the income and the impact of the income being taken, I think that has real good potential for, for improving customer outcomes and in a world where customer duty is upon us. Understanding what a customer uh, needs, what would, what would be viewed to them as, if you like, harm uh, in, with a small h, doing anything we can to remove risk of um, exhaustion of fund has got to be really helpful and with with a uh, solution that combines and blends the benefits of um, the probability theory and the safety first theory it looks like we might be on to something really interesting yeah I mean you know I, I, depending on who you speak to you know some advisors might say um, you know volatility of the portfolio isn't something that the client should worry about and that they provide coaching and handholding to 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 help the client through through that journey you know in reality volatility is something that the 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 end client has to contend with um, and more importantly volatility of income mm. uh, has a far more impact on, yeah. on the client rather than just volatility of the portfolio because you know it's it does have an impact on you know their bread and butter you know their, yes. their, how much they can spend so having sli in that equation as a partial substitute for 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 bonds 
can um, you know can yeah. dampen yeah. that volatility right. and and uh, as we say you know improve sustainability of the income. Yeah, and interestingly, again, we've looked at, at what's happened this year with with our various hats on inside of of Just, and obviously many people have suffered portfolio downturns. Yes. So, uh, the asset values have fallen. Um, 15, 20% is not, not unknown. And interestingly, that the increase in the rate of income you can get from SLI from annuity has gone up by more than that. Right, right. It's up by something like 30, 40%. Yeah. So actual buying power of portfolios, in, in looking at it down a different lens, has been increased through this period, which is a bit yin and yang, as we said earlier. It's a bit of a counterintuitive view. Well, again, you know, I'm going to bring my formula for sucking eggs into yeah. or sucking your next nest, nest eggs into this. Is that if let's say the, the portfolio is declined by you know I don't know 15 percent, as long as you leave the equity element of the portfolio alone, we expect that that will recover. That yeah. that's the lo that's what data tells us over the last 20 you know, not last 120 yeah. years of capital market data. Yeah. You know that. The, the the equity element of the portfolio uh, will will recover. Now comes back to the bond element. Exactly the point you make that the decline in the bond component of the portfolio is compensated for by the improvement that you've seen in the annuity rate. Right. So yeah. as far as that's concerned, uh, you you I mean the, the point is it more it more it does more than pays for it yeah. for, for, for the decline. So all is not woe, all is not lost for those customers oh. who've seen an asset value drop, that they could, with the right, I suppose, approach, actually re rescue that situation or recover that situation somewhat quicker than maybe they'd thought and a little bit with more certainty. But that's correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's just how we look at it down one lens and you look down another, and again, they seem to complement each other, seem to work together. I think that's really, really important. So, have we got an alternative here, an alternative asset class for advisors to use? Is it, can, it be, can it be thought of in that way? Because we see, we hear of advisors looking for new and alternative classes. We've looked at PE, looking at property, all sorts of infrastructure-based investments. Does this rank with those? I, I have to be honest with you, Peter. I, I just don't like the phrase alternatives okay. because, uh, you know, because A, you never know what people are referring to, okay. right? So um, what, what I can tell you is that when we looked at, again, I always put the weight of historical data above everything else okay. right you know and when we looked at you know the impact of including properties in the in in the portfolio for mm. instance um, or even things like commodities mm. they don't really improve the sustainability of, of the portfolio okay. right so I I you know I'm hesitant to lump um, you know, SLI or annuities in, in, in that yeah. camp. So, so that, that's the first thing. The second thing is then when people talk about infrastructure um, or what else, private equity, um, 
what else do mm. people put in this all this in this alternative camp? We don't have the data no. to test okay. it. Yeah. I haven't tested any of these things. If anyone has 120 years data of uh, how infrastructure funds performed or how private equities funds performed, I'll be interested to have a look. Okay. My sense, so so until I have the data, I can't. I don't really like to include these things in the portfolio unless I have uh, a, a strong okay. basis for it. Yeah. Now, the distinction. Um, and why I wouldn't put, um, you know, SLI in the uh, in the camp is <laughs> a you have data to yes. model <laughs> to model these things. Um, B the the fact that actually I think of annuity as very very close, uh, you know, to to bonds. Yeah. You know, I think of annuity as you know. Bond returns plus or minus uh, oh, minus uh, mortality credit, and it's a product that um, it's been ar around yeah, for yeah. as long as <laughs> retirement. So I always feel that it falls it, it, it falls in a category of its own. I'm far more comfortable with equity bonds and it is uh, all these other things. Um, okay. So we've got equity, we've got fixed income, and we've got guaranteed income as yeah, an asset class. You rather are, than I mean, going a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Property is an asset class. Yes, yep. Commodities are asset classes, right? Yep. My point about those asset classes specifically is that they don't, in the numbers that we've run, in model modeling that we've done, they don't improve they don't. the sustainability oh, okay. of retirement income. Let's see how that plays And then, out. of course, you have um, you know fundamental issues with them. Property, for instance, in liquidity, the UK, we've yeah. had liquidity issues. There's been, I like to say. Um, a run on property funds in six out of the last five financial crises that wow. we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose as advisors come to consider the asset classes that they're going to use in building retirement portfolios, our hope is that using your modeling and your uh, the timeline app, is that they're able to see the benefits and we're looking then for them to at least open their minds a little bit to think about, without having to do the yin and the yang, as, as the available asset classes that, are, that they can use in the modeling, to at least consider um, some SLI within a, a retirement portfolio, given the, the benefits that we've mentioned. Um, I think we found that when we looked through the uh, range of tools available to advisors, it wasn't really possible to think about adding a bit of an annuity. It didn't feel that that was what the, the modeling tools were encouraging advisors to do. So we'll need to work hard to help show that, demonstrate the benefits to advisors. And we're asking advisors, I suppose, to use the tools and then just take a, a, a little minute to think about, well, what would happen if I used half of my fixed income and allocated that to the SLI product? and then just sit back and see the answers and see the, the outcome benefits to customers. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of technology that the advisor can, based on the client sitting in front of them, have a conversation, of yeah. course, and then, you know, model um, a portfolio with SLI, one without, you yeah. know, compare and contrast. And, and a key point that you made earlier on is that it's it's dependent on the on on, on the client sitting yes. in front of yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, uh, how do you imagine 
what sort of questions would you as an advisor be asking clients you know to, to give consideration to to SLI for yeah, yeah, again it's the importance of some guarantee in today's turbulent times having make sure that that income is um, is there mm. uh, would be paid but importantly is flexibility and certainty uh, which is more important are both important mm. to a client mm. And in the past, I think it's like which overrides one. So right, it became right, one yes, or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And then have, a, have an understanding that both can be accommodated in the proportion to which, it, um, to which it applies to the customer. So it might be that he wants majority uh, probability based, mm -hmm. but he wants some um, certainty of the guarantee where it might be the other way around for other customers. And they're not, it's not a matter of it's A or B and you have to choose whether one slightly wins the argument or the other wins the argument. But actually you can have both and it's in proportion to your particular needs, desires and circumstances as you go forward. Would you say that as we see more and more people coming up to retirement without um, DB. DB pension. It's interesting, isn't it? Because there'll be customers now who had DB pension who chose and found it attractive to move out of right, that and right. might now be looking in the rearview mirror. Um, importantly, they have a choice now. Mm. They could actually re-secure some of those guarantees. Not necessarily all. I'm not saying it was a poor or bad decision um, to transfer out of their DB scheme. But as situations change, it could be that there was a, a little bit of harking back and could I, would I have liked to have kept some of that guarantee? This solution allows you within the SIP that you've purchased to buy some guarantees. And I think that might be attractive to people, but then answering your actual question, which was for those that don't have guarantees from, from their DB pension, certainly an element of certainty to know that the lights are kept on. And I appreciate that's, that's a topical issue right now is really important. And the interesting thing we've found with uh, some of the people who've bought the SLI product is they're actually thinking about buying a bit more. Right. So having bought some, and as you, as you said earlier, the portfolio will rebalance and they might find that they've got a little bit more balance in equity now and that's done quite nicely. So is it worth now just revisiting the portfolio and saying, should I take more risk off the table by using some more of the bonds that, the, that were left to buy a little bit more of the SLI. That's a real beauty of the product, that you can buy more and more. You can buy in chunks. And buy in tranches over time and progressively maybe de-risk a portfolio. Or as you said earlier, take the benefits of the um, equity assets appreciating that bit more. Is there a minimum? You can there's buy? only 5,000. You can oh. buy it with 5,000. It's a, it's a digital asset, so there's none of the annuity thinking on uh, reams of paper. It's all held on platform. That's interesting. So I can't imagine how hard this is to get on platforms. Ah. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, the, 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 the challenge is, is, firstly, to make advisors aware of that it exists and then to see the benefits of it. And you know, I, w I would argue that for a number of years, um, the probability-based uh, theorists have, have been winning the game because they didn't see the need for the guarantees. I think the last 12 months has perhaps rebalanced things a little bit. Um, the, certainly the income rates available with the product having risen substantially bring the, um, uh, just the emotional um, decision a bit easier if you can get 7% from, an, in, from a, an asset that looks quite nice. 
Uh, so getting it onto platform is all about advisors wanting it on platform. Mm. Um, the platforms will all tell us. When the advisors tell us they want it, we'll put it on there. So bring it on. So, so today it's available on? Novia and 7IM, working with a few more companies to bring it to market. All right, them. so advisors need to be speaking to their platforms. Absolutely, <laughs> and if they, if they see it, if they've used your technology, they've understood and seen and demonstrated the benefits, that's when I think we'll get more people wanting it and maybe making those phone calls. Right, Abraham, we opened this up saying you had some controversial views. Do you feel this has been your norm, your, your usual somewhat controversial self, or have you... Have you found this sort of goes with the flow a little bit? Well, depending on who the audience, I, I don't feel I don't feel uh, <laughs> that this is controversial in no. any way. As you know, as I said to you, I, I wrote a paper about this in two thousand and eighteen on this this idea of bringing these two com conflicting um, ideas together. And uh, no, I I, th I think that people. People will see the 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 sense. Oh, they'll see the they'll see the light. Let's say. Thank you very much for coming in today. It's been a really interesting conversation. I think we've we've found some commonality despite coming at this from perhaps two different angles. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see how working together we can get more advisors to perhaps see the light. Thank, Thank you very you, much. Peter. Cheers. I'll be remiss if I don't thank my incredible team who worked very hard to put this program together. Thank you, thank you very much guys. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Timeline Retirement Planning Software and Pytech Low-Cost Flat Fee Model Portfolio Manager. And to you, our listeners, thank you for your time. I hope you've had as much fun listening to the program as we have making it. You can find more about the show at retirementals.co.uk and you can follow me on Twitter. My handle is Abraham on Money. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.